Greetings everybody, welcome to Shy Lounge, I am Shinblade, aka the Sensational One, and I got another great episode and interview for you today. First of all, many thanks to uh, you all out there listening and sharing and subscribing to my uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and uh, it was iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, I always say, for the show Shy Lounge. Last week's episode with Matt Riddle, it... Uh, it went all over the world. Uh, people enjoyed it. It was a great interview. Uh, like I said, with a friend of mine uh, that I made a year ago. Very cool guy. And um, I think I got featured on some uh, Marijuana Advocates uh, websites and magazines. So that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, for those who don't know me, I don't smoke marijuana. Um, I wish I could. But, you know, that thing with THC and uh keeping full-time jobs, you know, if you want to pull reality in it, it prevents people from getting jobs, but, you know, they're going to work on that in the future, so, anyway, um, just been a, uh, great couple weeks that I've been having, uh, just been traveling up and down the road, uh, for people that do know me, going to Tier 1 Wrestling, had a great time, uh, being a commentator for their last show, doing play-by-play, but I was no Mara Ranello, shout out to WWE, um, I did it with the uh, upcoming wrestler MJF, which stands for Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Great guy, um, you know, got a look and incredible. Uh, what young kids call swagger. Uh, he's going to be go far in the future. Um, arrogant character, but a good friend of mine. You know, I love him to death. Um, I'm always talking to him, making sure that uh, um, he's doing the right thing because I, I want to see him uh succeed as well as a lot of indie wrestlers uh i actually enjoy him on the shows and uh go out to these halls bingo halls churches and just check them out because uh, because they have a story to tell through their wrestling not only that but through life and that's what part of shy lounge is all about i do entertainment i do wrestling and i do a couple legends and i only had one uh former wwe wrestler but she wasn't really contracted WWE like uh, you know, full time. Not like Ron Simmons, which I had him on the show the uh I think like uh two weeks before. But that was uh Leva Bates, who was a very, very interesting character. Uh very sweet though. Um just wonder what she's doing. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see her soon and we can have a uh Leva Bates part two. You know, we talk about a lot of geek stuff and indie wrestling. But I digress. Um Anyway, I've just been uh, going around, making the rounds uh, to the show. Shout out to Tier 1 Wrestling, which I will be there this weekend. Uh, as of this taping, attending the Empire State of Mind, featuring one of my favorite wrestlers, Darius Carter. Mr. Darius Carter, the leader of the Crusade, which a lot of people know from Beyond Wrestling uh, and, and many other uh, indie uh, wrestling places in the Northeast. But I do have big news to give to people. On Saturday, which is the same Saturday as SummerSlam, uh, same weekend as SummerSlam with uh, uh, NXT being on that night, I will be at Evolve Wrestling in Brooklyn on the same day. It will be going uh, before SummerSlam, so if you ever want to come out and see some wrestling before WWE, which WWE is wrestling also, it will be at Evolve Wrestling at uh, in Brooklyn at St. Vin Bar's Catholic Church. Odd place for a uh, 
venue, but it's a good venue because Tier 1 holds a lot of their shows there. I will be in the building, uh, of course, with the likes of many of the Evolve wrestlers. That can mean Drew Galloway. That can mean uh, Cody Rose. I mean, a whole lot of people are uh, run by Gabe Sapolsky. One day I want to get him on Shy Lounge because he's a very hardworking individual. He has done a lot. He's done ECW. He's done Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate, and now he's doing Evolve. Um, also, uh, it's, I have a, a, um, a big announcement concerning Shy Lounge, which I never really do because I, I always uh, call audibles on my schedule when it comes to interviews. Sometimes it could be people who I interview first and the other one afterward and takes their place. So... Uh, one of my next uh, interviews will be with the man himself, Antoine Moore Lewis, uh, who goes by uh, the hashtag MTLian, who has created um, the Roman Reigns theme that I posted uh, many months ago, which I like, and the John Cena theme, which I haven't heard yet. He has sent it to me, but I haven't listened to it. Um, I think because really the Roman Reigns theme has just been taking over and the fact that Roman Reigns had approved it on social media and met him and uh, gave it a thumbs up all over speaks volumes about him as an MC and as a uh, entry, as a theme maker. So he'll be on Shy Lounge. We'll be talking about hip hop, the lack of hip hop today, uh, the phony hip hop today and uh, we were going on interesting because him and I go back on for back and forth on social media about how interesting should be according to the wrestler that uh, that is played upon. But anyway, being that said, with uh, themes and everything, and also speaking of New York, before I go on themes, I just watched a great series on Netflix called The Get Down, which is a fictional story, but in real timeline, it's kind of based on. The origins of uh, hip hop music that started in '77 within the Bronx. Um, a friend of mine by the name of uh, DJ DJ Flag out of Baltimore, Maryland, he did a mix for the show. Um, I think part one or part two. Um, I gotta find it or find his credits. But it's such a it's such a great series. It's only six episodes, hour one hour each, except for the uh, first episode, which is ninety. Again, it's a, it's a very, very good story about uh, hip-hop and also an ensemble cast. Um, uh, it's also executive produced by Nas and Nelson George. Um, uh, Shamik Moore is on there, the uh, lead kid from the movie Dope, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, uh, Justice Smith. Um, I can't pronounce the female lead name, but she is very, very extraordinary good. Um but it, but it is, it's a, it's a story to pull emotions, you know, other than being a hip hop fan, it pulled a lot of guys emotions in episode one. Um, you know, a lot of poetry being laid down, uh, a lot of, uh, funk and disco and pop, which basically melted hip hop music. And then, you know, with spoken word. So if anybody is out there, please check out the get down on Netflix. It's a great show. Uh, series should I say the second part of the show will come out in 2017 I know it's late we, we're already marinating off the first one but uh, I'm like you I gotta wait till the new year for it to come out I, I, I gotta get more I gotta see how it ends and I just gotta be patient you know use that zen patience just 
Mm, you know, whatever people try to plagiarize, uh, patronize me on. But anyway, speaking of themes, I have, uh, you know, a, a theme right now uh, from one of my uh, good associates by the name of Chris Pretham. He's always sending me beats. He's always sending me songs to uh, put on Shy Lounge. And I don't want to oversaturate it, you know, being um, being it that I'm, I'm friends with Illiteracy and Chris Pritham. And also, he's becoming my uh, DJ for Shy Lounge. I have to probably put a uh, theme up uh, just coming from him. Because, you know, my uh, the original theme comes from uh, Salim, a.k.a. DJ Z, Zima Ion. But he's getting so much steam in ROH. He's getting so much so much momentum. Uh, I have nothing but to applaud him. I think he'll be a future guest on Shy Lounge. I'll see him in October for Russell, for Russell Pro. Great guy. Uh, uh, great gear. Interest gear with the mask and everything going to the ring. So, you know, maybe a little switching of the guard here. Or should I wait until 2017 and make a new theme? Um, but anyway, Illiteracy out of Roanoke, Virginia. Chris Pritham. Uh, he he sent me his SoundCloud. He said, uh, let me know what you like. And uh, and he's and I just picked it out and I just I just use this theme and it's quite appropriate because of our guest, my guest, excuse me. I feel like we got a joint show together. My guest this week is uh, Fred Yehai from Evolve Wrestling. Speaking of Evolve, he's also the current FIP uh, champion, the Full Impact Pro. And um, I never seen a full Impact Pro show before. But, uh, you know, I used to see all the DVDs at indie wrestling uh, shows and, you know, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Chris Hero, and a lot of others were on those DVDs. And uh, apparently that's one of the top indie promotions out there. So Fred Yeha is a champion. We get into a, we get into a, a lot and a little um, doing it during the, during the uh, close-up session, close-up period of Tier 1 Wrestling. You know, you hear a lot of noise in the background. But uh, the mics pick up the uh, our interview well. And, you know, people are going to complain on the back end of this. But I don't care because it's a shy lounge. This is something to learn. It's something to have fun. I'm not trying to win no awards. I'm not trying to be uh, the holier-than-thou of wrestling podcast. I give it to you uh, straight and raw uh, in a positive sense. You know, make sure that uh, people don't think I'm dirty or anything like that. But anyway... I'm all over the place right now. The theme right uh, here is Chris Pritham. Uh, it's called Jet Plane. It's a meditative hip-hop beat, which I love beats. Um, I, I say that all the time. And, uh, you know, even though there's a, a lack of hip-hop going on right now and the little uh, slack jaw rapping uh, from the ciphers that people send me, which just drive my stress up. But if you are a uh, hip-hop artist, if you want to send some raps over or any kind of music, just hit me up on the email at shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. That is shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Send it to me in MP3 format. I'll listen to it. I'll let you know what I think. And if it gets approved, I'll send you the link to the show so you can pass it on to your uh your friends, family, associates, let them know that Shinblade has played your song. It doesn't cost anything. The only thing that if it's ever anything of a cost is send me your social media information where people can catch you because I'm not the one making these beats. 
and I want to uh, pass it on to the point where if people like it, you get full on credit for uh, putting it on the show, for having me put it on the show, and you know, just go from there. But anyway, check out Chris Prism with the song Jet Plane, which does describe Fred Yehai's uh, um, travels since he does a lot, he goes everywhere. Um, again, it's appropriate for it. So here it is Chris Prism Jet Plane, and the interview will come after, so enjoy.
I'm here with uh, indie sensation uh, Fred uh, Yehi or Yeha, which I think is Yehi, right? Yehi, Yehi. Yehi, where, where did that come from? Yehi, well, um, I mean, this goes way back. Uh, I kind of want to see it for later in the interview. You know? <laughs> <laughs> for later in the interview. Okay, okay. got to talk a little bit. I don't want to kind of spoil it. Well, by the way, um, if anybody gets any noise uh, coming in, they're uh, taking down the ring after this event at. Uh, Tier one uh, wrestling and getting like fools, which a lot of wrestlers should do after the show. Um, but anyway, man, how's everything? Yeah, everything's good, man. I just competed earlier this evening against you know, Jonathan Gresham and Black Baron in the Triple Threat match for the FIP in the world title. And uh, very busy weekend. Two defenses in Florida, uh, one in New York. Uh, totals would be a Told us out to be a very busy month. Mm -hmm. uh, last week was in Texas at Twitter, so I'm, I'm getting around, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Man, you, you, uh, I, I have heard of you, like you know, through certain spots, you know, certain um, promotions, and I saw you. And then next, you know, when I started getting into your YouTube, uh, you were uh, qualifying for the cruiserweight um, uh, tournament that they have in WWE uh, currently. Um, Unfortunately, you know you didn't you didn't make it. But to me, you're a great talent anyway. It's, it's hard to squeeze in uh, 16 or 32 people from around the world. Yeah. So just to be called just to be called was an honor in itself. How did that feel? I mean, it felt great. I mean, it felt great. You know, no matter the uh, <clears throat> the end result for the time. Uh, I have a reason to hold my head down. I can hold my chin up. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, going under the T.J. Perkins for 15 years, yes, yes. you know. I gotta um, meet that guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's suicide to me compared to the other people that portrayed him. Yeah. And, uh, no shame in that at all. I mean, it's a, it was an honor. Uh, very grateful for the opportunity to be able to uh, partake in a qualifying match and have a chance to uh, showcase what I can do to to not just the wrestling world, but the world. I mean, everyone's seen it, you know? Just yeah, awesome. yeah. And also, um, not to go on the race card here, but you're a brother who, like, is doing very successful. You're not, um, you're not, uh, uh, how could I say it, uh, soft-shoeing and being a stereotype. You're just being you. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, I seen you come in the ring in Ninja Turtle pajama pants, <laughs> angry, like a, like a beast or something. I was about to call you Fred Yeti or something. <laughs> the Yeti. <laughs> Oh, uh, but uh, you know, you also have a technical style too, which that gels with uh, John Gresham. Yeah. Which uh, I, which I love technical styles. Yes. And then also, I love it that you know, brother has technical styles because, you know, you know, Who's my brother exactly. Oh, <laughs> well, black guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of times we're brawlers, and we, you know, some of us are high flyers, and some of us are brawlers, but we're never technical. Yeah. I, I never known a whole lot of it. Yeah. Can you tell me about your style more? Um, you know, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty out of the box. You know, people describe it that way. They describe it as, you know, very unorthodox. Uh, you know, I use a stump-based offense that's, you know, gotten some attention and, you know, it's different. Uh, or like Will Ospreay? Uh, I wouldn't say like Will Ospreay. I mean, he's more like, you know, high flyer. He's like in that genre, but I'm more ground-based, if anything. So like, okay. I, I really keep it pretty ground-based. So. Um, it's kind of my style. Of course, I have like the extensive uh, amateur wrestling, collegiate wrestling background, so you know that comes into play too when it comes to the throws and the whole wrestling aspect. Aspect. But uh, great, yeah, I talk part two. 
uh, wrestling <laughs> aspect. So, um, yeah, so that's how it all comes into play, you know. Uh, yeah, I keep it pretty ground-based. That's that's me. I'm out of the box. I'm going to think of gonna think of ways to hurt someone that no one else has probably thought of, you know. Touching mm-hmm. somebody's foot and, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, stamp it on their finger and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's that's me. It's beating guys in the face. So, yeah. man, man, you're unorthodox like Pokemon. Like yeah. the thing that everybody playing nowadays. Like you know about 50 wrestlers on you that be, that play Pokemon Go. It just came out and uh, like it's just blowing up. Even one of my friends, uh, Nyla Rose, is jealous of everybody here for playing it. Wow. Uh, you know, they's like, man, you gotta play Pokemon Go. I'm like, dude, I was old when it, when the craze came out in 1999, 2000. I was, I was trying to get women. Yeah. You know, I was in the Street Fighter and Marvel. I'm still in the Marvel. I play my games on the road. Uh, uh, where did you grow up? Like, uh, let's see. Well, um, where we're going is in Waterloo, Iowa. I mean, I was born there. You grew up next to the NWA. Is the life? The, 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 the life. Well, I didn't. That's that's not where my upbringing was per se. Uh, upbringing was Daytona Beach, Florida, but you know I got my you know started life in Waterloo, Iowa, and mm-hmm. upbringing was Daytona Beach, Florida, and then from there, now uh, I reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Moved there when I was like what nine years old. So I guess you can say I'm a bit of a geographical mutt in a sense. If you want to call it that? We've kind of been a little bit everywhere. Kind of loose base <laughs> army mutt or something. Um, Basically, like I, I was an army kid, uh, you know, born one and. I eventually moved to uh, Virginia. Come from Hawaii, um, you know. How did, but you know, you, you moved so much. But what was about your wrestling background? Like, how did you know that? Know or what inspired you? And who who are the guys that that you uh, uh, got you into wrestling? Like, I want to be like him. I mm. be like that guy. <clears throat> I mean, you know, uh, watch wrestling since I was like what diapers. Really? Since I was yay high. No pun intended. <laughs> So, um, you know, I've been watching it since then, and, you know, certain there's certain wrestlers who stood out. Um, cool. Yeah, like more of the technical guys, like, you know, uh, Dynamite Kid and, uh, of course, like Eddie Guerrero. You can say his name, too. <clears throat> yes. You, uh, you can say that guy's you can, yeah. you can say that guy name because I, I, I feel it. You can say that guy yeah, name. This yeah, is my yeah. show. This ain't. This isn't WWE. You can say that guy's name, his his initials. I know. It's just it's just for censorship. Still, you never know who's listening. So really, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Dynamite Kid. It's all right. <laughs> the, the, the uh, <laughs> let, let's say the uh, wrestling son of Dynamite Kid. Uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Crossface. Well, I was gonna say Dynamite Kid. Okay. There were others. There were others too. You know, uh, Dean Malenko, Jushin Liger, Dean Malenko. That was another guy. Uh, course like Chris Jericho and uh, Shawn Michaels you know there's a, lot of, there's a plethora of uh, performers who you know kind of inspired me to uh, to want to pursue this and really captivated my imagination and yeah it's you know did you um I was gonna say, did you uh, did Chris Jericho inspire you by making a list of a thousand holes and and just letting people have it you know arm bar and three handle credenza. Uh, Jericho was just more of an entertainer. He was a guy who made me, you know, who, yeah, you know, you know he just made you enjoy the product, you know. Um, during this time, especially in WCW, you know, like you mentioned the, you know, the man of a thousand and one holes or whatnot. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, like, he was a guy who, you know, he just found a different way to, you know, connect with, connect with the audience and, 
Yeah, he just had a special way of doing. You know, he was different on that roster. I've always been drawn to the ones who were different in certain type of ways. You know, whether they just had a certain kind of approach that was just unique. You mm-hmm. know? And he was he was indeed very uh, unique. Still is unique to this day. Still is very unique. But uh, yeah, I love that line that he does now. Like drink it in, and I, I just completely <laughs> pop when he says that because it's such an a hole line where like. You know, you're just so self-fulfilled douchebag, and yes. and, and I, I love that line. But for you, um, you know, you you came into the scene. You were inspired by these guys, and um, where were you trained? Like, who trained you? Uh, I was trained in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, by a former uh, Ring of Honor FIP wrestler, Jay Fury. Um, really? Yes. Yeah. You know, so uh, he wrestled. You know, mainly like in the early 2000s, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, uh, one half of Fast and Furious with Jarrell Clark. Um, and he had battles with Roderick Strong and you know, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. You know, Brian Danielson for me. <clears throat> yeah. So like that, that, that's where I got my training from. Uh, yeah. And right now, like I currently train at the WWA Four Wrestling School in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, so you know AR Fox? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He's actually head trainer there now, and. Um, very good school, you know. You have um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a good spot, you know. You have like thirty something guys coming in for the same reason, you know, different skill levels. Some are coming in from scratch, and some of them have kind of been in it for a little longer. And you have the guys who've been, you know, they're going around the country. And you have guys like Fox who, you know, signed each other. So you have a lot of guys. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I that's old news. Yeah. I, I didn't get that news. One. I don't it's know when. That, I don't know when that was. That's old news. He's been doing lucha underground now for. About three months now, I want to say, give or take. Well, it's, so, it's not on the season on TV, and plus I keep away from the news sites a lot because they, they tell rumors, um, you know, just like I, I interviewed Matt Riddle, and I remember I heard one time, like, WWE's interested in him and talking to him, and they interested in a lot of people, like my friend Moose. Yeah. Um, but it's like, to me, it's <clears throat> nothing, it's nothing um, that I believe until it's signed. Right. You know, just like uh, AJ Styles, people are rumbling about him and I didn't believe it until he made his debut in the, in the Royal Rumble right. and, and I know the guy I, I know him generally I don't know him like real, real personally but um, it, that is one place I got to visit I mean my friend um, a friend of mine named BJ Walker um, went down there one time um, he's kind of like The Rock but he's black hmm. uh, <laughs> a little bit you know the table three ass whipping buffet I mean if you ever heard of him if you ever heard of that that's him he got he got shirts uh, dedicated to that. BJ Walker, the icon BJ Walker. Wow. And from uh, York, Pennsylvania. Wow. But um, you know you've been all over the states. Um, you have been overseas, uh, correctly. What was your favorite place? Well, actually, I have not been overseas yet. Well, you haven't. I have not been overseas yet. Uh, the goal of mine was, you know. It still is a goal, you know, getting over to Japan, but because of the, you know, the way the uh, evolved stuff is played out, you know, I guess that's kind of taking a bit of a back burner for now. Uh, but going overseas is something I still want to do. Mm-hmm. I like to do it, like to experience like a different culture, and you know, yeah, just kind of make myself a little uncomfortable a little bit. You know, <laughs> you, you? Where I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. Well, you were in Baltimore uh, a while ago. I think there was a Evolve <laughs> show there. Yes. And uh, Baltimore is where I live, and it's kind of uncomfortable if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. I mean, to me, Baltimore is north and Atlanta's in the south, and uh, <laughs> it has its similarities. It has its differences. I mean, right now, Atlanta's got to be 200 degrees in the shade uh, with the sun. I, I have been there and there. Um, but really, um, 
Evolve. How long you been with Evolve now? I started with Evolve um, debut like last November. Okay. So, uh, so what? What? Maybe mm, seven months, I say, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had the uh, opportunity. Is again just the extreme gratitude. You know, um, he signed to a contract. You know, by them like back in what February or March. So like that was really really cool. So, getting paid. Yeah, getting paid. You know. So um, <laughs> I've been a signee for what about three or four months now. So I mean, it's, it's no, been going pretty good. No more ramen for you. Yeah. No more. The actual spaghetti noodles now. <laughs> now we're further along with this, and I'm gonna crack this. And this is a predictable question, but yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, the backstory to yeah, hi. Um, well, uh, <clears throat> I've always been into you know professional wrestling, but uh, you know moving to Atlanta, Georgia, you know a lot of the kids were you know heavily into like, basketball. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I played basketball, you know, throughout middle school and high school. Uh, well, not throughout high school, you know, more so like that first half of freshman year before I, you know, became ineligible because I was a knucklehead mm -hmm. <laughs> the first year. Uh, but anyway, uh, basketball was always like, a, it was a hobby at that time. And, you know, aside from wrestling, that's what I would do. You catch me at the basketball court. But anyway, playing the pickup game, full court. Down my team gets a bad pass. I jump. <laughs> try to get the pass. It's a terrible pass. It came nowhere near. It was just a mm -hmm. bad pass. And I was like 15 years old. And uh, another guy on the team was like, dude, you're turning the ball over, throwing these bad passes. You know, terrible pass, man. Like, you, you know that Fred is only about yay high. And it just stuck. Oh, you know, wow. It stuck. So that's how it just stuck. So I just, cause, you know, we were doing like the backyard wrestling stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, so we were doing that. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool cool Okay. The rest is history. So. so promoters never gave you crap for that, which is like, uh, we need to change your name, or they just stuck with it. They just said, Fred Yeha, we're gonna put you in the match, and that was it. And, you know, after training. Um, fortunately, like I mean, that, that's an interesting story within itself as well, because um, you know, with the backyard stuff, you know, we ended up waking up with some guys who actually own the ring, you know, mm -hmm. so we were able to like, you know, do matches and stuff. We would film them and put them on YouTube. And, um, you know, like, you know, while I was training and stuff, I would show my training these matches and stuff. And we would still go and do matches and everything you know, while I was training. And uh, they felt that the Yehaw thing was pretty you know, intriguing. I was like, hey, man, you know, you have a bit of a backstory. Like, I know people are going to tell you, hey, change your last name. They're going to tell you to you know, change your last name because of, you know, the stigma behind it. He's like, hey, you know, look, how about you keep it, you know? Let them trace you, you know, you know, just get good. You know, you're on the right track, you have a good head on your shoulders, and, you, you know, you're a bit of a natural. So, like, yeah, hey, you know, you know why not keep it? Keep it and let them trace you back. And, you know, and people trace me back, and they, man, this dude used to do the backyard stuff. Did you see this stuff? It's pretty cool. It's really funny, too, at the same time. But, I mean, that's my story. Yeah. That's what it is, you know? You got you got a wild crowd because you know a lot of crowds are not into technical, so you got to fly a little bit. Um, but to tell you the truth, man, you made a fan out of me in the match. Um, for some reason, everybody's into Pokemon, and then everybody's into Ninja Turtles. I had never been the turtle into Ninja Turtles since the '90s, and like everybody is into like the Michael Bay movies and all that. So um, it, it's just crazy. But bef before I go on. Um, it's been great interviewing you, and I got to have you on in later days. We can talk about more things. Definitely. And um, I want you to tell the fans, like, um, where, where can they find you on social media? 
Oh, let's see. You can find me on Facebook, Fred Yeha. Uh, I have a like page and I have a hate page. So you can find me at I hate Fred Yeha. I did I did hit you on uh, Facebook. Um, I tried to friend you, but uh, it was full, so I'm following you. I'm gonna have to add you. So I'm gonna send a message. So we'll go ahead and do that. Um, but thanks again, Fred. You've been uh, awesome. I'm gonna have to uh, scream out your name, Yay High, so you know who I am. Awesome. So uh, thank you very much, um, and I can't wait to see you in the future. Sweet deal. Thank you a ton. All right, no problem. <laughs> Thank you, man. Wow, I hate Fred Yehai Facebook page. That means that he's doing well because he got haters. Well, you know, uh, the, you know the uh, expression they say, uh, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery. Because, um, you know, months ago I had one too. Well, I had somebody try to joke Shinblade, which they didn't understand Shinblade, so they put a Facebook page after me, but... It's been shut down, so uh, I guess I'm not doing well since the page shut down itself. Anyway, thanks to Fred Yehai for uh, his interview. We had some great words, a uh, great guy. We had dinner afterwards in uh, Manhattan, him, myself, and uh, Black Baron, who's another guy I got to get on the show, the Emperor. Um, we, uh, I, I further got to know him, and he's a He's very down to earth guy. So uh, whenever you approach him, you know, I say this to people, approach him right, approach him, you know, PG style. You know, you don't have to go wild and mark out over him. But then again, he wouldn't mind either. Um, if you want to reach him on social media, also, if this wasn't said on the interview, which I think it wasn't, uh, his Twitter is at Fred Yehi, F-R-E-D-Y-E-H-I. And then, um, since now that Facebook is using, uh, usernames, you can catch him on Facebook at orange Y five X. Again, thank you for listening to Fred Yehi's interview that I had on shy lounge. And also thank you. Whoever enjoyed Chris Prism's, uh, jet plane, uh, beat that he sent me instrumental beat. Um, for those who don't know Chris Prism, he's part of the hip hop group illiteracy, He's also a producer and he's done uh, many uh, beat con contributions and hits for Lloyd Banks, Raekwon and Pusha T to name a few. And you can catch him on Twitter at Chris Prism. I'm going to spell the last name out for you. P-R-Y-T-H-M. Chris Prism. I will have more beats of him soon. Also, I wanted to break down and just say that um, there will be another uh beat that i'll be using but it comes from a, a another person that reached out on twitter you know he did he did a thing where he just slipped this beat underneath when i was tweeting to get down i don't have his name uh yet but uh he, his beat will come soon so i'm pretty much glad uh to take something of that, that could be a negative nature and turn it to a positive you know because a lot of people when I tweet out to send your beats to my email, they really uh, just use it in replies on Twitter, which that's not what I said. And I want to keep it on record in emails. So anyway, um, his will be coming up soon. But also, I wanted to tell people that this week, also, I'll be back in Baltimore, Maryland for SummerSlam. And I will be having a SummerSlam party at Jimmy Seafood in Dundalk. 
you can tweet Jimmy at Jimmy Seafood on Twitter, ask for directions, or you can find me on Facebook under Official Shinblade. I have the event there, so you're interested, you know, click the uh, little star mark or pl- click the check mark if you plan on coming. I'm going to have a lot of people from the uh, Maryland er- area over. Uh, along with the Rough House podcast and also with the man himself, Johnny Crab Cakes, that will be on Shy Lounge. He's a very, very busy man. He um, he what he uh, came and said that uh, I don't mind doing your show. So I'm going to have him as a post show recap of SummerSlam 2016. This is not a normal Shy Lounge episode where I'll be interviewing people and I'll be cutting up beats, uh, contributing uh, beats that people other people contribute to Shy Lounge and cutting up and uh, what have you. It's going to be a live episode uh, coming from Jimmy Seafood. So it'll be uh, it'll be out on iTunes Monday, Monday morning, you know, to hear our, our thoughts on SummerSlam, let alone uh, a lot of other podcasts. But I'm one of the few that actually does it live and not from a studio. So I'm going to be in jimmy seafood restaurant in baltimore maryland recording the whole thing so if you're a fan of wwe or wrestling in general please come out we're gonna we're gonna uh do it we're gonna do it big uh i will be taking pictures i'll be doing shy hands with people um plus i'll be giving out my, uh, business cards uh, as usual uh just the network it's gonna be all fine and i can't wait to do it but anyway um this week, I'll be doing a Tier 1 Wrestling Friday in Brooklyn, New York, uh, August 19th. A lot of featured names there. And also, uh, one guy I'll be meeting who will be uh, who is Matanza on Lucha Underground. Hopefully, he'll be on Shy Lounge. The next day, I'll be in Evolve on, at 3 o'clock in the same, in the same venue in uh, Brooklyn, New York. That morning, I'll be on Legends TV with Evan Ginsberg, very good friend of mine. So it's going to be a busy day for me. Um, for those who want to catch me in Brooklyn, tweet me at Shinsational1 on Twitter, S-H-I-N-S-A-T-I-O-N-A-L-O-N-E. The same thing for Instagram. You can send a picture, tag me in it if you want me to come to your uh, get-together party or bar uh, bar crawl because it's going to be a lot in uh, Brooklyn that night during NXT. Um, uh Basically, that's all I have. I'll be having upcoming dates coming on my Facebook page at Official Shin Blade. So uh, uh, put the check on the page, like the page, and also subscribe to notifications just to catch up and keep yourself uh, as a person in the know. Oh, my goodness. This has been a long, uh, long day for me. So anyway, I'm going to close it out with thanks to Chris Prism. Thanks to Fred Yehi. Thanks to the... Um, mysterious random tweeter who sent me a beat to use on shy lounge later big ups to tier one wrestling evolve wrestling antoine montezzi moore beat maker hip-hop artist which is uh, a future episode of shy lounge and man I, I need to get some water maybe i'll get some crystal pepsi or something i, I don't know i it's come out on the shelves i've been an addict ever since uh shows you how aged i am anyway thanks to all Thanks to all who's listening. Thanks to all who share. Thanks to all all to us uh, all who has subscribed. This is Shinblade, the sensational one for Shy Lounge, and I'm out. I want to-